Welcome to the CBS Joe Show. I'm Joe. And this music is for our baseball team that impossible, dumb, sad excuse of a baseball team known as the Detroit Tigers. Like you're not hearing them roar, you're hearing them. Now, if they were a circus act, they'd be dead already. <laughs> you know, like I I'll tell you about my day yesterday. So I come, I work 12 hours, right? I come home. I'm kind of tired, but I'm like, I'll watch the Tigers game and see what happens. Right. I will tell you something that you might, because if you don't sleep, you might, you might get this. You might get this. Yeah. Cause you know, I have insomnia. Yeah. So right? you turn on the Tigers game. Okay. Check. And you don't need illicit drugs because you could, <laughs> you could watch the Tigers game and they will put you to sleep because they are so effing bad. The new cure for insomnia is watching a Tigers game. But hey, they did in fact sweep Baltimore. There's my, that. My dog could have swept Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore. The only thing cool about Baltimore is they're stupid ass. They're cool ass. It's, it's a stupid ass logo. It's a cartoon little Oriole. It's cute, kind of cute, like a Disney logo. It's a classic. It's a cute little logo. It is. But you know the Orioles, they're they're perennial, like just basement dwellers in the AFC, in the AL East. Well, you know, they dropped four to the A's, which doesn't surprise me. Uh, I, I'm amazed that uh, Oakland let them get one game out of that. Uh, Houston crushed them. Um, we're looking at, uh, oh, geez, how they do against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, they did a split on. Out of the last 10 games, the Tigers have won what? Two, three at best, I think. And they played some pretty god-awful teams, with the exception of maybe Houston. Um, they played some god awful teams in there. Do you um, do you remember when when they signed Happy Baez? What why I was kind of saying that they shouldn't have signed Happy Baez? Well, I know why I, I well he led the league in errors. Why do you think they shouldn't have signed him? So let me. I was furious about that because you know I wanted my guy. Let me read you off some stats. Happy Baez, his struggles are really unparalleled. When he's sw- swinging outside the strike zone, okay. 40%. He has a 56% ground ball rate, which means he's hitting over yep. 50% of the ground balls. Swing and strike rate, 22%. This guy has been absolutely brutally. I just screwed it up. Absolutely <laughs> brutal. And, like, the, the reality of the situation is, like, we watched yesterday. Like, I, I Well, watched... it's another Al Avila special. Oh, you know, Al Avila. His name's Al Apple, okay? And I want to know why did did AJ my my boy AJ Hinch did he fall and bump his head or did he just not have a choice in Javier Baez? Okay, I have a bold prediction. I really don't think AJ Hinch cares because I don't think he's going to be here next year. I think he wants out. I think he'll want out because if you look at this effing team, they're nowhere near close to winning. Look at the prospects that. Look at the positional prospects. There's none that are coming up that are that are going to be good. I mean, you know, you got Riley Green and, and, and Spencer Torkelson, but Torkelson struggled. You can't base your hopes on a rookie. But, like, he's been here. He's been rebuilding five years. You don't think that there's going to be one coming up? I mean, Stevie White, just he's been there three years rebuilding, and you're starting to see some of his rookies come up. It's starting to make a little bit of hay. Well, it's going to get even worse, by the way. 
the next stretch of 10 games, we talked about the last 10. The next 10 aren't going to get any better. Yeah, play the Guardians and the, the Twins. They're playing the Twins. And the Twins are at the top of the division. Yep. The Twins, they got to play them for, uh, what, eight games? Yep. Uh, that's going to be 0-8 yeah. oh, <laughs> right there for the – for the Tigers, if they squeak one of them out because the Twins have a bad day because uh, somebody got sunburned at the beach and another guy, you know, uh, ate something bad at the Mexican restaurant and, and maybe he's got the runs. I don't know. But they're going to need something unbelievably bizarre to happen to take one from the Twins. So that's going to be brutal. The Guardians, they might be able to might be able to squeak a couple of them out there. They might be able to uh, take that series, maybe a split. There are four games. With you want to know something Maybe though? A split you want to know something though? This team couldn't score in a whorehouse. I... <laughs> so I don't even want to hear it because Yo. the, the, the you know what the thing about the in, the guard I just said I almost said Indians because that's what I know them as and I don't that's care. Who they are, right? And they're the Guardians' name is the stupidest effing name I've ever heard in my entire life. It's next to the Commanders. Like you could have named it something else way cooler. Like if you would have named the. If you would have named them the Cleveland Rockers, I could have like got, got that. Me too. I I could have got that. If you would have named, cool. if you would have named them like you know the Cleveland Cavaliers is a cool ass name, cool ass name. Cavaliers, cool. The Guardians, the Guardians. Of what? The Galaxy? I don't... <laughs> the Guardians. We of already the have a team galaxy. called the Angels in the in, in the American League. Right. We don't need a freaking Guardian. And the logo is stupid. It looks like one that came out of the East Bay catalog. You know, I mean, you've never seen an East Bay catalog. <laughs> but they'd always have these generic-ass jerseys that look like that. You, they'd say, your name here, and it'd be like some <laughs> generic blue jersey. They had some dumbass logo on it. And it looks, it's like, oh. And, like, I was like, as a kid, I was like, oh, dude, that'd be cool. And then I got older, I'm like, no, that would have been the Tigers are almost unwatchable, actually. And that's I'm why very, I said, very that's why I said, I got the cure for your insomnia. You, you watch the Tigers, you go to sleep, because they can put you to sleep really yeah. quick. Well, I think one of your bold predictions is right. I think it may happen, and that is that there's no point to watching baseball in Detroit after Memorial Day. This thing could be over where there's no shot at having any kind of postseason at all. And don't even bother watching them. The rest you know, of the God game. bless Jenna's heart because she's like, we might go to a tire game. I'm like, oh god, oh god. You're better off flying to Minnesota and going to a Twins game. Well, listen, listen, I, I, I would go to a Tigers game just because of the atmosphere, but to watch that product on the field, I mean, and give those people my money with the the with the team that they have on that field, that is an absolute embarrassment in a in, in a in a year seven of the Avila experience, or as he likes to call it, the Avila experience. Mm, right. Like, I don't understand. Like, I just don't understand, Cindy. Like, this team was supposed to be taking a step up, right? That's they were supposed told. to be better than they are. But now this team, they can't score. Like, they are the they are the virgin in high school. They can't score. They can't even come close to scoring. They can't even get past second base. They are just... <laughs> Uh, they uh, are just literally, literally, they can't get past second base, Joe. <laughs> they literally can't get past second base. I mean, they, they, what the, the one Tampa Bay game, they, they had the bases loaded and they stranded all of them. How in the hell do you do that? Now, I know your dad was a baseball player. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if you've seen that, he's like, what the, you know, what the flying flutter is going on with these guys? 
Yeah, he would be just—he would probably be disgusted. He really would because you know my it's dad. It's just not good baseball. Well, that's ex- exactly right. My dad would be absolutely appalled at the number of errors, um, because my dad was an outfielder, yeah. and so you know that—that's an area that um, you, you don't see a lot of errors. You see mostly in the infield, but it doesn't even—it doesn't even matter. I mean, he would have been appalled at the infield play. He would have been appalled at the absolute abysmal team batting average that would have been just mortifying to him he would have had he would have said are these guys even going to batting practice do they even bother or is this their batting practice because that's what this is like it's like they can't even good lucking it out of the infield you know everyone growing up probably played baseball and like I mean, Miguel Cabrera is the only bat we've got. Right. I mean, and Spence Torkelson, for everything that he's done wrong, he's leading the team in home runs. I mean, this is just it's, – it's, it's, it's incredible. Because if any other general manager would have done what El Vila has done in year five of the rebuild that people want to keep – that you know, last time we had a podcast, someone said, oh, he's been year five of the rebuild. Okay, five. Year five. Okay, Eisenman's in year three, going into year four, and that team's looking up. Troy Weaver is in year three, going into year four, and he's probably going to be trending up. Brad Holmes is in going into year two, and that team is already trending up. Now, you cannot tell me that a guy who had the luxury of trading Verlander, uh, J.D. Martinez away, didn't have good chances to get back some premium prospects to where he could build his team the right way and get some. Did you know half the prospects from that deal are retired? Uh, that doesn't surprise me. It just, this goes to show you what a bad general manager is. And I hope Chris Illich is listening. Because if he looks across the street to his team, the Red Wings, and he looks at what Stevie Y is doing, he's going to be like, why aren't you doing what Steve's doing, L? Like, you can't even come close. And, and you look across the street to the, the Lions. The Lions. Of all teams, the Lions are making you look bad because they're looking like they're trying absolutely up because they have an organizational strategy. Last week you said that, and I couldn't agree more with what you said because you said they don't have an organiz- organizational strategy. And yeah. I was like, yeah, because if you look at their prospects and you look at the guys like uh, the, the positional prospects, they have no one. They have a lot of good arms, but you it, listen. If you can't score, you ain't winning. Well, here's what it is. It's, it, it seems as if the Tigers, if they if they have no strategy, right? Uh, but it seems like their approach was getting so heavily focused on pitching, which they needed. I'm not going to argue that. But the problem is they went way overboard and forgot about everybody else. So all of their focus went into developing pitching, and their pitching is actually their one bright spot. You can see that's one, one area where they've made progress. But the problem is you've done it at the expense of all the other positional players. You've done it at the expense of, you know, your, your, your sluggers and getting, and getting your hits out there. If you cannot hit the ball out of the infield, if you can't, if you're grounding out every time you turn around, if you can't. Get, if you're relying on one guy to get the ball into the into the seats, okay, you are not thinking very um, well, okay. You're not planning well. Uh, you are very one-dimensional in your thinking, and it seems like the Tigers 
if, if they had anything, you can say they seem very one dimensional. And even that one dimension where you can see where it's made progress, the problem is that isn't going to win you games. That might, that might keep your opponent run totals lower than they were last season, which I believe that they are, if you look at that. So the run totals are lower, but that doesn't matter when you're putting goose eggs up there yourself and they keep getting blanked. No matter, it doesn't seem, no matter who they play, the Tigers, it doesn't even matter who they're playing with the exception of Baltimore. I think every other team they've played has blanked them. So it really doesn't matter. Your pitching is irrelevant if you don't have it. If you don't have your game together on the offensive side of the game. Yeah, you know, it's 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 just, you know, baseball is is kind of the easiest sport to um, kind of forecast. You know, you play good defense, you score runs, you can win games, right? This team, they can pitch great, but if you don't score runs, none of it's going to matter. Like you can exactly you can you can keep the game scoreless for seven innings, but if they score one run and you score none, you're not winning the game. You know, it just it just shows that like you know we we talked about it before a season. We both were on the hype train. We were like, maybe this team can win eighty nine games, right? We both said it. we're like we had high hopes for this team. We had high hopes that they would take another step forward. We thought that you know the moves that they made like. It could be very, very good. But if you look at it, the guy who was paid to do it didn't do a good enough job. I mean, they just, they just didn't. And it's, it's, it's sad. It's sad. Yeah, they, they have no offensive game. They concentrated too much on one area. And now what are they going to do? How does this set them up for even next season? There has to be tremendous change. If Chris Illich does not replace Alavila at the end of the season, and I would argue the sooner the better. I don't care halfway through the I, season, get rid of the guy. I wouldn't let him draft this year. Absolutely I, I, not. He has showed he has not been able to be that no. guy that can get the talent. You know, there's one guy in this 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 franchise, this whole city that has been screwed uh, with draft picks, Stevie Y. CBY hasn't got a first round overall first overall pick like Alvila said. Right. He hasn't got many top five picks like Alvila has. But he's making bigger strides because he's making these incremental moves. Like he's getting payoff in every position. He's he's drafted well. He doesn't doesn't just draft well in the first round, he's drafted well in the second round, in the third round, in the fourth round. And that's what you do. Like it a good general manager. A great general manager makes the picks second through seven, right? Or in the case of baseball, you make the picks in the late round. Like, Terry Scooble was a good pick. But if you don't do that enough and you don't get positional players, like, what does it matter if you have a good pitcher? If you can't score, you're not going to win. Correct. And here's the thing. Tigers, you got to get on base, okay? you got to get on base. Tigers' on-base percentage is absolutely horrific okay they are in the bottom of everything but when you look at their on-base percentage these guys can't even hardly get a walk on we had was it last week we had a walk they walked in a run in one of these games the tigers can't even get a can't even score that way they can't even pull walks 
They can't even, they can't even, you know, shrink the strike zone enough to pull a couple of walks in because that's the only way these guys are getting on base, but they're not even doing that. So you can't get on base. You can't score. So like you were saying, they can't even get to second base. Like the guy who can't get to second base with the girls, they literally can't even get to second base, Joe. It's not like we're stranding guys on base. Okay. We had in that one series against Oakland. Okay. You just look at kind of the end of that, that Houston series. And then you go down to the Oakland series. You had four out of five games scoreless scoreless. And then the game that they did score one run one. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're not getting on base. You're not hitting the ball. You're not even walking on base. You can't, you can't even get a, you can't even get on there by walking. So I mean, if you can't hit the ball, fine. But my God, crouch into that and crowd that strike zone so that it make it as small as possible and maybe pull some walks out of this, pull some balls. But they're not even doing they're that. Third worst in OBP. That's what I'm telling you. They're, they have they're the last team in home runs. They're last team in RBIs. They're they're third or last in base on balls, strikeouts. They're there you go. They're uh, they're pretty much up to near, near the top of the league. And they're 14th, um, so they don't strike out a lot. But their stolen bases, they have five stolen bases. They don't strike out, Joe, because they're <laughs> they're hitting in the dirt. They're hitting place. into the dirt. Well, the, their batting average is just fourth lowest in in Major League Baseball. I mean, they're they're it's pitiful. It, it, right. It's just you know they're in, but they're pitching. Their pitching is good. They're a tenth best pitching team. It's 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 wild to me because it just goes to show you that if you can't make the the plays, the score, you're not going to win games. And this is just a prime example of what El Vila has missed on as the general manager is getting the talent to get you the plays that you did. And you look at El, our Javier Baez and you go, is Javi is Javi Baez worth the money he's been paid? So far, hell no, he has not been worth the money he's been paid. And the trade that you made for Austin Meadows, he has zero home runs. Your best player, your your, your highest rated player with four home runs on the team is Spencer Torkelson. Like it just it just goes to show you how bad this offense is. Like it's it's not even I can't even say it's like a bad uh, patch. They're just bad offensively. And thank you so much for bringing up all those statistics that prove exactly what I've been saying in this segment, that the Tigers have got to remedy these issues because if they don't, forget about it. I mean, it's going to be another two years to get this team rebuilt, and they have got to start by getting rid of the problem the root cause, which is Al, Al Avalil. Avala. Avala has got to go, number one. You've got to start making smart draft choices now, as soon as possible. And you have got to start concentrating on other areas of the game and getting stopping so one-dimensional. You need a broader focus, and you need some kind of a strategy to bring this team back to the greatness that they once had all the way back in 1984. And Alvila is not cutting it. So that's, He's not going to make it happen. Reality. Now we ended this depressing segment. I hope you enjoyed the show this week. Because <laughs> we talked Red Wings, and that was uplifting. Yes, we talked sir. Lions, and that was uplifting. Yep. And then we got to the Tigers. And, Boo. you know, it was like it was like a guy who was a little too excited. And it was, <laughs> you know, it was over before it started. <laughs>
Now, Cindy's laughing, but this is no <laughs> laughing matter. Between the Whistles is sponsored by Wild Bill's Tobacco. Get your tobacco there. And uh, they got everything else you need too, not just your listen, tobacco, all your associated I know, I, I, products. I, they're you, great. You need, you know, you're going to need when you watch Tigers, you are going to need a bong. And I think they got <laughs> bongs there too. They got everything you need. They're all over the Metro Detroit area, uh, all throughout Michigan, and they're great friends of the Cindy and Joe show here on Between the Whistles Detroit. We are your hometown team. We will see you next week as we talk another depressing uh, week of the Tigers because, you know, it's going to be depressing. And hopefully we'll be talking the Pistons next week as we look at their draft. And we'll talk about Lions and Red Wings and all that stuff. But we got a load show, and then we will be starting the daily podcast, the Daily Detroit, soon. That's so right. Daily get Detroit. Ready, get ready for that. But this has been a good podcast, and we'll see you next week. So long as you follow us on. Between the Whistles Detroit or our new page, Detroit Ravens News, powered by Ice Queen, or Detroit Lions News on Detroit Lions News. And, but uh, follow, subscribe to us on Apple, I, I, I heard Spotify, wherever the Whatever. Wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find the Cindy and Joe show on Between the Whistles Detroit. It's BTW Detroit, mm-hmm. Cindy and Joe show. It's actually Between the Whistles Detroit now. Oh, Between the Whistles Detroit. We've graduated. Mm-hmm. So we will see you next week as we talk more Detroit sports, which is depressing, but we will see you next week. We'll see you then.